Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I had to step into the short-term discomfort for any long-term gain. The long-term gain was living that day. The short-term discomfort was taking the fight to the chimp. And that, for me, although that was my first break point, that's how people live their lives. They're not prepared to step into that discomfort, knowing that on the other side of that is the long-term gain. The way we're wired, and this is the way people operate, basically, is everyone's taking short-term comfort whether that's drugs, drink, relationships, job choices, all the choices they make, they make knowing that there's a level of comfort there. And if you want to achieve anything in life, if you want to achieve success at work, success in any aspect of your life, you need to take short-term discomfort for long-term gain. And that really, like I say, was, the, was my first breakpoint and the reason why my book is called Breakpoint, the reason my, my company is called Breakpoint, so I owe a great deal of thanks to the chimp. The biggest thing I could have learned from the military was controlling your mind and the state of mind that you're in. So um, every situation that anyone goes through um, will have a negative impact on you. So whether it be from loss of a family member to a car accident to being diagnosed with a disease or incurable um, you know, ailment, the way you deal with that is obviously dictated by your state of mind. So you can either, you know, just accept it and um, yeah, take it for what it is, let it get the better of you and pretty much eat your way and, you, you know, you're not going to experience um, life to the fullest. Uh, you, you're obviously just going to let it get the better of you. Whereas I think it's instilled in me to take that and turn it into a positive. Find a solution, find a, a way of overcoming it. Um, I almost take it as a challenge and I'm very competitive so any, any challenge presented in front of me I would hit full on from the front and let's go for it. So I'll take everything, um, use the state of mind that I've learned to adapt um, over the years within the military as a positive state of mind and push myself to overcoming whatever it is. It doesn't need to be about the big stuff. You know, it doesn't need to be about these life-threatening situations. We're faced with this day in, day out. You know, everything we do in life is about taking the short-term discomfort. You know, and that whether that's sending an extra email, staying a bit longer at work, whatever it is, it's like also let's relate it to physical exercise or something. If you want to achieve a goal, let's say you want to run the London Marathon every uh, next year, you know that every week you're going to have to do some training to achieve that. And that is about, yeah, you're not going to want to. By the time it comes to point your training's on going out the door, your mind's going to tell you and enforce every reason why you shouldn't do it. And it's devious. It'll tell you to go and check your computer, do this, do that. And that's when we have to switch this off. You have to switch the mind off and follow the process. And that's something that I learned from an early age, but something that was further enforced in the military. You have to follow process. Follow your heart, switch off this, which is the program, 
and that, through that you will achieve your aim. So really, it's, if you can take care of the small stuff, you know, about doing everything, whether that's washing the dishes before you go to bed at night so you don't come down to a whole mess in the kitchen, whatever it is, making your bed in the morning, simple things. If you can do the simple things, the big stuff takes care of itself. I think human beings are just pre-programmed to just take the easy option. Um, and the world we live in right now just gives so many options to be in, you know, gives so many options to just live in those easy options. Like we live in a house, right? We don't have to feel the weather outside of the elements. You know, there's no rain. Like we've all got a warm bed to sleep in. We've all got cash in the bank, whether we work or not. Um, you walk down to the, the shops or get in your, your, your transport vehicle, your car, it's like, everything's easy, right? Like life is set up to be easy. And um, so it's more about just, you know, it's by no one's fault that everyone just ends up living the easiest life that they possibly can and just and you know that that monotonous kind of life that everyone just seems to fit into right leave school get grades go to college get a levels study go to university um, and then get that nine to five job like earn a load of cash save up for your retirement retire have that mortgage and that car and um i don't know it's like you've got to be able to pull away from that and try and understand why everyone's doing that and everyone's doing it just because everyone else is doing it and that's not a reason to be doing stuff um, so you've got to like say well what do I want in life what do I want to do and you know for me the military gave me a, a lot of those answers because it was something completely different I think even just going to war or going to battle or being involved in combat you know, you grow up in a different way and you get to see the world in a different way. Now, everyone's got demons um, and it's how we deal with them, which, you know, is, is the ultimate result. Um, at first, uh, people said to me, well, while I was drinking, uh, why was I drinking? Um, and that was to drown my demons. Um, eventually, my demons learned how to swim and the drink wasn't carrying that. So uh, I had to find something else. And um, I've used gym, um, you know, training uh, as, as, as my release. And I find that's my therapy um, to, yeah, to chase out the demons. Um, and, and again, it's, it's that mindset to, to take any negative and turn it into a positive. The thing is, you, right, you go to any kind of event, you go to a corporate speaking event or whatever, you'll say, right, someone will say, a trainer will say, hands up here, who's got a goal? and you'll get some that put the hand up, some who like half do because they don't want to look stupid. And then you get the rest that just don't, so they don't. What people don't understand, right, that our subconscious is a goal-striving, goal-getting machine and it will not stop it. It will not stop until it gets exactly what your dominant thoughts focus on. It doesn't matter who you are, we are all goal-driven, all of us. But the thing is, some people have a chosen goal and some people just leave it to the massive confusion that's going on inside, which delivers them to something that they don't usually want. We are, by default, negatively wired. And the reason for that, it comes down to our evolution. Our evolution, as far as evolution is concerned, it wants us to keep doing what we did yesterday and the day before, because as far as it's concerned, that's what's kept, it, kept us alive until today. It doesn't give a shit if you're happy or sad, whether it's a good situation or not. It wants to keep us in a repeat habit loop, okay? 
So if you're thinking negative thoughts, and we do, because we're wired that way, if you're thinking negative thoughts, you will keep getting more of that. You will keep getting more and more of that. And you have to change your mindset around that. And the only way you can do that is by having clearly defined goals. Because if you don't have a clearly defined goal, what are we giving to you? And that will be based on what your thoughts are. Just start small. And you've got to like be honest with yourself, right? It's your choice. Like it's your life. Like no one else is going to change it. So you've got to make that decision. And then it's, you know, if you're not happy with your life and you want to change it, then then do it, right? And, and, and I don't know what that is, what, what anyone else is feeling, but you know, if you start small and whether it's, you know, you, you want to get in shape, like start walking, start trying to create habits that are, that are healthy for, you, for your body and for your mind, you know, start walking, join a gym, join classes, put yourself in these situations. And this is where you grow, right? Because you're putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation. And my uncomfortable situation is completely different to someone else's uncomfortable situation. And, you know, you could say that a million times over. Um, and career is like a big one, right? Like, that's the, that's, the, that's the comfiest thing that people have is a career and money coming in. Because that's, you know, without money, like the chances of being homeless and not being able to pay for food for your kids and your family, like that's, that's the biggest fear, right? Embarking along that journey, I think was the best thing that I could have ever done. And um, it's, it's, it's opened up the world to opportunities that I've, I've had, taken head on. Um, a lot of people ask me why I always choose the most difficult route. And I tend to ask them the question, why do you always assume I see two routes? There's only one route for me, and that's the hard route, the route that I choose, the route that I am going to succeed in, regardless of the outcome that other people may think I'm going to achieve. There's only one end, end goal and outcome for me, and that's all the way or nothing at all. So. It's just a case of progression, and as long as you can keep that momentum and keep that progression going forward, you'll get to where you need to go. Have you ever had a point in time where You've obviously applied that method, one foot in front of the other, but you felt like me, I couldn't put that next foot in front of the other foot. No, no. I, like going back to, again, like I, I'm, in, I'm in my comfort zone when I'm, when I'm fatigued. So, you know that, I just know that I can just keep, you break it down, right? And it's just one step. And then the next step's just one step. And just, you know, forget about where it is that you, you need to go and just concentrate on that next step. And like, the rest is just time. And time moves, right? Time ticks down and then eventually you just find yourself in that position. But for me, you know, people can take doubt one or two ways. You know, some people get delivered doubt from someone else and that absolutely makes them crumble, cripples them. Stops the, it, it, they stop chasing their dreams. They start believing the doubt expressed from someone else. For me, it works differently. And as soon as I hear that, it gives me more energy to prove them wrong. And I've always been like that. You know, even to this day, I actually, when I'm thinking about doing a project, business project or whatever, I actually do want someone to say to me, you can't do that. Because it's like a red flag to a bull. But it's just how you frame it. It's the same with so many things. You know, some people, if you allow that self-doubt 
to, to, to ruin your dreams, you're never going to get anywhere in life. But the thing is, as long as you're passionate enough, as long as you're coming from the heart and not from the head, and your motivation is pure passion for what you believe in, no one can stop you. Overcoming whatever it was holding you back, whether it be the injury, whether it be the mental block stopping you from progressing. And I think that's where my mindset again kicked up a gear from all the injuries that I had previously, um, the encounters that I had back in South Africa with the stabbing and the, the feet on fire. That's when I, uh, yeah, put it all into play and, and created that state of mind which I've pursued and followed throughout my whole career. You've got something, I don't know what it is, but you've got something, I believe you've got what it takes for the Special Forces. If you leave now, you regret that for the rest of your life. And those words from someone that I respected changed me, changed me straight away, you know, inspired me. Someone gave me a bit of confidence when I was lacking it. And that was phenomenal. And that gave me just that little inch of confidence to change my whole mindset and think. And just the thought of you will regret that for the rest of your life. They're powerful words, really powerful words. And if it wasn't for him saying that, I wouldn't be sat here today and I wouldn't, I'd be leading a very different life, whatever that would be. Um, but that was the one turning point. I then went and got back. I, I took out my notice to leave. And within a month or two months, I was down at Hereford starting Special Forces Selection. One of the youngest lads there. The strongest attribute that you would need is the mindset of a warrior, of an absolute lion, um, the toughest of the tough. And it's, it's only because your mind is what is going to carry you through. It is the strongest muscle in your body. Um, <clears throat> You could take Marines, put them side by side. Not all of them look like me. Not all of them are six foot three, monstrous, massive muscles on them. Um, we had some, you know, of my best friends, half my size, half my weight, half my height, and the exact same capabilities at the end of it. We passed the exact same testing. So um, the standards never dropped. There was always a set criteria that you had to meet. And regardless of who they were or their physical um, look or shape, it was their mind that got them to that end goal. Um, so I'd say you have to be, I suppose you have to have the mental fortitude of um, you know, the strongest possible outcome that you can have. I mean, it's, it's one of those that you're given a test that everyone has to pass with the same criteria as I mentioned previously. And different capabilities, different body shapes, sizes, backgrounds, and um, you, you've all just got to get through it. Uh, it it's, yeah, it's your mindset that takes you to that, that next level or that criteria that you have to meet. And it, like if you break it down, like fear is just a reaction in your body. Um, yeah, like I've felt fear before in, in, in the past. And yeah, like fear, generally only happens for like a short period of time because there's usually a logical explanation that that you can put to why you're feeling that fear whether it's a round that's just cracked over your head or something that's just exploded or you know maybe there's some rock fall on a mountain like that's a moment to be scared right but there's a logical explanation for it and there's usually an action that you can take which is going to get you out of that fear feeling get you to some sort of safety
So you've got to break it down that way. I think kind of the things that that, that scare me more than than those dangerous kind of things are just, you know, like living a stagnant life or living a boring life. Um, like boredom and mediocrity fit like scare me way more than than climbing Everest or being shot at. You know, this is from hindsight. Hindsight never won any wars, but it gives you a good reflection. And for me, this is where people get it so wrong. We are all chasing an image. You know what I mean? I was chasing an image of a special forces soldier and how that would look. And I was forgetting the one fundamental thing that is so far more important than that, and that's a feeling. It should be the feeling you're chasing, not the image. You know, people want the perfect house, the perfect job, all this, that and the other, the perfect marriage, all whatever it is. But that's an image in your head. It doesn't mean that when you get there, you're going to feel that same passion for it. We all know, everyone knows that a lot of the time you, you have this visualisation of how something might be, whether that's going out for the night, going to your favourite club or whatever, and it's always totally different when you get there. You know what I mean? So if you get too attached to the image of what you want, you're going to end up being disappointed when you get there. But for me, I hadn't found my purpose at that point. And I didn't know anything about purpose at that point. I didn't go, oh, I haven't found my purpose. It's just something that wasn't connecting. And for me, something was missing. I didn't know what it was, and I thought I was having mental health problems. You know, I thought, you or there's something wrong with you. If you can't enjoy this, what you're doing, jumping out of planes at night, which, you know, parachuting through the sky in the dark, skydiving, you know, all these, all these things I was doing was amazing. You know, why wasn't I enjoying that? I think the body is what you make it. Um, you can always train to become an ultramarathon runner. You can train to become a strongman competitor and lifter or power lifter. You can train to become the fastest swimmer. But your mind is the strongest part of your body because it's something that is forever developing. And if you don't take control of it, it could make or break you within an instant. It's, it's got the ability to bring the strongest men to their knees um, and it's got the ability to lift the weakest person to the heights of you know, the highest towers. So it's, it, it's something that you've really got to, to, to use to your advantage. Um, being the strongest muscle, utilize it. Make it your friend. Use it to the best of your ability to what you can uh, for whatever goals are set out in front of you, to whatever obstacles are set out in front of you. And like I've always said, overcoming things, um, it's just down to the state of mind that you've, you've got and that you persevere and push through, um, whether it be a sticky situation or, you know, a great one. Fitness and exercise is the easiest and best way to just find some sort of struggle and it's manageable, right? It's manageable, it's easy. You join a gym, you go out for a run, and you've got something to work for. If you start running, you can work up to a 5K, a 10K a marathon. It's measurable. You've got goals that you can tick off. If you're going into a gym, you can start lifting heavy. You've got, you've got a measurement, right, that you can go off, that you can see yourself getting better at something. Sport's the same, like, like I surf. Like, I can feel myself every time I go surfing getting better and better and better, and that's a good feeling. And then you'll notice in other areas of your life that, you know, changes will happen. And whether it's 
you know, confidence or whether it's in the workplace or whether it's in a relationship or whether it's just your general happiness. Like the more of these things that you do when you're developing yourself and getting better and better, everything changes. If you're loving this episode, please leave a review and comments down below.